Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. From my wife's favorite group growing up. Yes, yes. She Ken, was a New Edition fan. Big one, big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I ain't like none of them dudes. <laughs> 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 I like them, but I love you. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's nice you say that now. I'm a bigger fan of you than I ever was of mm. them. Mm. And guess what? We've been together almost 37 years. So, yes, I can stay in the rain. Yeah. Yes. Favorite line from that song, storms will come, but baby, can you stand the rain? And I thought about something. This is the topic. This is week three, right? Week three. Week three. Week three. I thought about something that you said last week. Maybe it was last week, but it was in one of our previous um, episodes when you talked about perspective. I don't know what I'd be talking about. I know. Sometimes you just be, <laughs> you just be talking out the side of your neck. Oh, I'll just be talking. Just be talking. Let, let them use you. Let the just Lord use you. Just be talking. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about that, and I said, and I think you may have said it, but I wanted to further that discussion, um, how you look at the rain mm-hmm. in your marriage. How mm-hmm. do you look at the storms? We always look at it as something negative or something bad. And we talked about seed time and harvest and how important it is if you have seed in the ground. The rain, you need the rain yes. to water it. Mm-hmm. And rain happens every season. Every it's season. the one constant. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still bless me with that. Weather pattern. And yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for my love offering. I'll give you love offering tonight, girl. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it clean. Um, but I wanted to share a couple of scriptures that hone in on that point. Okay. I, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a I had another thought that came to me. Um, but I don't want to digress. Leviticus 26 and 4. Yes, Leviticus is in the Old Testament. Um, then I shall give you rains in their season so that the land will yield its produce and the cheat, excuse me, and the trees of the field will bear fruit, will bear their fruit. Mm-hmm. And in our marriage, we want our marriage to be fruitful. Yeah. But we don't want it to get watered. We don't want we don't want to go through we storms. don't want to go through storms. Yeah. We don't want to go through the different seasons that it takes the the leaves falling off in the fall and the rain coming oh. down. You know, the pruning season, the the taking out the weed and you know, oh. the taking out the tears from mm-hmm. the wheat and 
you know, pruning, getting away from the negative people in our lives yeah. that can come in between our marriage. And, I see you now. know, we don't want to do any of that stuff. We just want God to bless us. And we need to look at rain as even though sometimes the rain, the storms, the lightning, the thunder that goes along with it can be challenging mm-hmm. to it our is. relationship. We have to look at it as God using it as a way to cleanse our marriage, to purify our marriage, to wash away impurities and bring about the much needed change and growth yeah. that we need in our relationship. Because if we never go through anything, we can't grow. That is so good. Like the old cliche, grow through what you go through. I've never heard that before. It's in my book. Your book? It's in my book, but I can't say that I heard, I've probably heard it from a pastor somewhere and I thought it was apropos for my book, 21 Days, Strength for Your Journey, 21 Days. What day is that? I don't remember what day that is. Don't put me on the spot. I have to go grab my book. Um, But yes, so it is in my book, um, Strength for Your Journey, uh, 21 Days to a More Intentionally Stronger You. Uh, But going through something, Uh we have to look at it as, okay, God, we have to stop and say, God, why is my marriage going through this right now? Why am I going through this right now? What is it you want me to learn what is it? What are you trying to get out of me? What are you trying to get through to me? Or get through me. Get through me. Right. What do you want? To get to me. Get to me. Through to me. Get through to me. Get out of me. Yeah. And through, a- and yeah. through me. Yeah. So that we could, once we get through it, then we can, you, God could use us to deposit in somebody else's life. Yeah. Um. And case in point, a lot of the things that personally I've gone through, I would find that God would connect me with people who have been through similar situations. Mm -hmm. And once I'm on the other side of it, I am a more effective witness having been through it already, being on the the side of triumph. Mm -hmm. And... Then I have my aha moment. I say, aha, okay, aha. God, that's aha. why, aha, that's why you wanted me to go through that so I can help this person. And most of the clients that God sends me in my training business, there is some connection of something I've been through that God allows me to be able to minister to them. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> It's the same in marriage. God wants to use us to help the next marriage coming behind us. You've said that many times in different podcasts, episodes, that what we go through is to help somebody else. And then, but if we don't go through anything, how how can we effectively help somebody? How can we be an effective witness? We have to be able to look at the rain as God blessing us, even though it doesn't feel like a blessing at the time, maybe it doesn't sound like a blessing at the time, but we have to see it as preparation. Preparation. Prepar- he is preparing us for growth, for much needed change 
in our relationship. Okay. Can I talk? You can, you okay, can talk. Okay, this, this is Doug and Renee podcast. It was just and Renee, you know. I was like, what? Okay. So anyway. <laughs> Fruit. We, and when you were talking about having a different perspective on rain and understanding that, so it'll bring a much needed growth, change in growth. A lot of times at marriage, we just want to go to church, go to a conference, have somebody speak to us, speak over us on our marriage, about our marriage, and okay, we we grew. We, you know, we, okay, Lord, thank you. You know, we're growing in our marriage. But having rain and... To me, rain is different from water in, in this instance. You know, if you turn the hose on on your outside of your house, um, the rain is coming from you or the water is coming from your house. But rain actually comes from the heavens. And the scripture was saying, you know, then shall I give you rains, rains, plural, in their season, plural season. And so... Um, I think to just say you will only go through a rainy season once in your marriage would be a, a fallacy. Ooh, you like that word? But it would it would be uh, <laughs> it would be short sighted and just flat out lie to say you would only go through something once, you know, a rainy season once in your marriage. It's going to happen more than one time, and. You have to, like you just said, you know, it's to help us grow. It's to help us change. And while you're, and I thought about this while, you know, right before the podcast, right before we started, I was like, we, for the last two weeks, we've been talking about, can you stay in the rain? Will you be there with me? You know, I, you know, when we're going through, I need to make sure I can count on you and so on and so forth. But the reality is when pressure hits, can you, meaning individually, can I stand with myself and can I not change and yield and wilt under the pressure? Because it's important that I know that Renee will be there with me when we go through the storms of life. But I also need to know that when we go through the storms of life, excuse me, Doug will be there too, you know, and our former pastor used to say, I may not know what I'm going to do, but I know what I'm not going to do. And I think when you're going through a stormy season as a couple, you need to understand or know what your spouse is going to do. And you need to understand what you're not going to do which is hopefully make uh, the situation worse because it doesn't necessarily, depending on your perspective, the rain doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, as you just pointed out in Leviticus 26 and 4. It's, it's not a bad thing. And a lot of times we've taken it to be a bad thing and the enemy will tell us you're the only person going through this and we don't want to share anything that's going on in our marriage because because what stays in this house, what happens in this house stays in this house. And we've been told that over and over for generations and generations. But we need to be able to talk to others in a safe space 
and understand that we are not the only persons that are going through this and or going through whatever it is we're going through. And let's just say, for an example, at that moment, we are. We are what? The only people going through that. In the world? At, at that moment. Okay. God has a purpose and a plan. Our, pers- our perspective should be this. God, you chose me for such a time as this. Yeah. For a specific reason. You ought to look at it or perceive it as God figured that you were strong enough to handle this trouble because mm-hmm. he has something for you to do with that. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to our perspective. We have to look at trouble and problems and rain and difficulty as, you know, okay, God, you gave this to me and we can do all things through Christ who gives us the strength. So Christ is going to give us the strength to get through it. Yeah. What is it you want me to do with it, God? Because you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. You allowed it to happen in my life. Because I think sometimes when I was listening to you, yes, it's true that we are not the only people who are afflicted with different situations in our marriage. But at the same time, we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people. Oh, I wasn't saying it to compare. No, no, no. I'm just saying that for somebody who's listening right now at Mm -hmm. this moment, you may not know anybody. Somebody else in the world is probably dealing with that too. But you may not know anybody who's going through this. Mm -hmm. You may not meet anybody at this moment who's going through it. And that should not be your saving grace that, oh, okay, so-and-so is going through this too, so okay, I can handle Uh, it. Okay, I see what you're saying. It should be, God, you gave this to me right now. What do you want me to do with it? Never mind about the Joneses across the street and, you know, the Williams up the block Mm -hmm. and, you know, whoever Mm -hmm. else. God, you gave this to me. What is this purpose? What is the... What what is it you want me to get out of this? What is the opportunity for change and growth to occur from this? Are you saying we can have our own individual job experience? Have you considered my servant? And I, fill in I, the blank. I, I think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility. I I wouldn't go to the job extreme. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm not saying we we gonna wake up one day and all, all of our this. livestock and yes, you know, family and everything will be you know gone. I'm just saying the enemy may you know be walking up to the Lord and like, hey, have you considered Doug and Renee? Have you considered you know Mary and Joseph? Have you considered whoever? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I meant when I said our own. Job experience. Yes. Your own trial, your own tribulation that's specific specific to you right now. Okay. And um yeah, that's that's pretty much what I was saying. All right. So we we have our own experience, and like you said, it is possible that no one else in your circle is going through what you're going through. That or has gone through it. Or has gone through Mm -hmm. it. And yeah, I I get it now. I get what you're saying. Because 
the reality is, not the reality, but using our experience. When we lost our son almost eight years ago. Doesn't seem like it's been eight years. July will be eight years. Yeah. Yeah, but some days it feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. We did not know anybody personally or closely that lost a child. After we lost Andrew, we started knowing people. Yeah, meeting or people started telling, sharing with us their story. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And close people to us lost. And not saying that we don't still grieve the loss of Andrew, but we can help somebody who lost a child more recently or after us just by virtue of us getting up every day Mm -hmm. and still showing up and still living our lives. Um, We are a testimony to somebody else that we can still survive the loss of a child um, and we could still speak to them and minister to them to encourage them um, as best as we can. Um, and we with, know it's not easy. And we know it's not easy. Yeah. I said as best as we can because everybody's grieving experience is different, but I'm just using that as an example of at that time we were so alone in that situation. It wasn't like we had a circle or somebody we could go to. We knew another couple who had shared with us from church that they had lost, but Mm -hmm. they weren't in our immediate circle or anything. Um, And so... That's a good point. It's just, you may have a moment in time where you feel like you are the only person going through that. And you might be at that time. But that does not mean that you should look at it as God not using it to bless you. And I'm not saying the loss of Andrew was a blessing. I I would never look at that as a blessing, but I know God has a greater purpose and a plan. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. He is in a much better place. But God is using us to do this podcast. We've written a book. Um, I've written a couple of books. We've done things that probably we would not have done. We are reaching people that we have probably would not have reached. That's a very true statement. If we have not had that level of pain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God knows that you need to go through more to reach more people, to make your witness more effective. And as hard as it for me to sit here and say that, as I feel tears come into my eyes, that experience um, propelled a ministry. That experience drew Doug and I closer together. That experience led us to trust God more, look to God more, depend on God more, cry out to God more. And sometimes that rain in your life, God is trying to get your attention. God wants you to have a more intimate relationship with your spouse 
and more importantly, a more intimate relationship with him. Yeah. Because when it rains and people can see you going through something, you're going to find out really who your friends are. And it's, it's no knock on friendship. It's no knock on siblings. It's no knock on family. It's just that they have life going on also. And as you were saying, God, you know, is preparing you or God will show you. He wants you to be, become more intimate with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we went through that moment, it was just us and God. Yes. I mean, after the funeral and after everybody, you know, went back to their lives and went back to living, it was just Doug having to deal with Doug, Renee having to deal with Renee and God. And we just trying to figure out, checking in with each other. You okay? I'm okay. Yeah, but then we each have our separate moments and individual moments and collective moments. And when you're going through those when you're going through a storm or through a rainy season, like we did, God is trying to bring you or he wants you to lean on him and be closer to him, not at the expense of your spouse. And I, I want to be very clear on that because you still should be um, leaning and looking to God, but you also have your spouse who you need to check on, uh, check in with, and be accountable to. Because you don't want, as Dr. Brown would say, you don't want the storm to outlast your marriage and understand that, you know, we are going to get through this. It's not one of us is going to get through and the other one is going to stay stuck in, in whatever it is we're going through. It's we are going to get through this. Because we're a team dancelers, so we are going to get through this together. And I think that's something that whoever is listening to us that you can apply in your own marriage is, you know, stop saying, well, my husband's going through this or my wife's going through this. It's we. Start using we. We are going to get through this. Some kind of way, we are. Because the reality is, if your spouse doesn't get through it, whatever it is, whatever season, whatever's going on, but if your spouse doesn't get through it and come through it, then it's going to impact the other spouse. Right. So you're going to have to start verbalizing and speaking those things as though they are not, as though they are, and hey, we, we're going to get through this. I, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know with God. He'll get us through this. And that should be your perspective, your outlook. We're going to get through this. We're going to see the rainbow after the rain. Yes. We're going to see the sun shining after the storm. We're going to see clear skies. We're going to see the fruits of our labor. We're going to see change for the good. We're going to see growth. We're going to see a better relationship. We're going to see a closer-knit relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and the key is get through it so you don't have to keep going through the same trials and tribulations over and over again. Yeah. It's like taking a test. If you don't pass it the first time, in order for you to move on to the next grade or the next 
course or the next level, you have to pass this test. Pass it. Pass it. Do what you got to do. Trust God. Look to God. (laughs) You know, do it with your spouse. Y'all are a team. And, um, you know, take it from us because I believe there have been many times where we were taking tests over and over again until we finally got the picture. We on the same team um, and the same perspective that, you know, all right, we in this together. And yep, that's all I got for this week. Can you can you read Acts 14 and 17? I can I can read that scripture. Because you said something interesting. I always say something interesting there. <laughs> Acts 14 and 17. Um, yeah, I forgot we did have one more scripture we want to touch on. Yet he has not left himself out. He have not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their season. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your hearts with joy. Okay. So after the rain, you get your crops, you get which is thereby food, and it fills your heart with joy. So the the good part, God is promising a good part after the rain. Mm -hmm. You just got to see through it. You just got to stand. You just got to... I can't think of the scripture where it talks about staying and staying, therefore, which your loins girt about. But you just have to be able to stand and proclaim the word of God, even though it may not be easy to do. Because God has promised you, or he made a promise in Acts 14 and 7. He said, after all this happens, I'll fill your hearts with joy. And then we all, I'm going to say we all know, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. So he's going to give you strength. If you can just stand through and withstand the rain, the season, people talking about you, the financial difficulties, whatever it may be, if you can just withstand it, you and your spouse say, hey, we're going we're gonna to get through this. Some kind of way, This, if you lose the house, there's always another house. If they repossess the car, you can always go get another car. You can always, it's not the end of the world, literally. But you just have to be able to stand on God's word and understand that he's going to bring you through. And there'll be something better on the other side of it. And when you say stand, I want people to have this perspective. Think of a farmer. The farmer, when they uh, all they see is all this dirt. And these lines in the ground, I don't know what it's called. They, I guess they till the, grant, till, till the ground. Till in the ground. Till in the ground. Plowing. The dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put the seeds in. And they, wait, and they wait for the rain. And they perceive those seeds as whatever it is they planted, whether it's tomatoes, corn, zucchini, cucumber, you know, lettuce, whatever it is, they already know what they're expecting to come up. You need to have that same perception about your marriage. Mm-hmm. Perceive that your crops, 
you're going to see blessings. You're going to see favor. You're going to see provision. You're going to see food in your refrigerator. You're going to see money in the bank. You're going to see healing in your body. You're going to see jobs. You're going to see all these things that you are believing God for. If you don't have children and you've been believing God for children, that you're going to have children, however God sees fit. Um, just believe it. And that first sentence tells you, yet he has not left himself without testimony. You're going to have a testimony. You are going to have a testimony. But the key is, there is no testimony without a test. You won't have anything to testify to if you don't have a test. Mm -hmm. But when you come through the test, you will have a testimony of how he has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven in their crops, in their seasons, providing you with plenty of food and filling your hearts with joy. Yep. We believe it. And we have seen the hand of God in our lives in many areas. And we will chat with you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.